Welcome to the next episode of The Candid Radio. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why I can't remember half of my childhood. Why is it so hard to find any good nostalgic memories when your friends clearly remember it? So, let's begin to this episode. If you are used to hearing your friends or your loved ones talk about childhood in mid-school or even high school, you might wonder why you have blank spaces instead of nostalgic recollections. You're pretty sure you didn't experience anything dramatic. So what gives? Why can't you remember? Did you live through something pretty distressing after all? Well, not necessarily. Childhood or infantile amnesia, the loss of memories from the first several years of life, is in fact normal. So, if you don't remember much from your childhood, you're most likely in the majority of the population. So, let's go through the possible reasons why this happens. Well, it's not always related to trauma. Perhaps you have heard the theory that people often cope with painful memories by forgetting the events. If you don't have any childhood memories, it can be hard to shake the idea that might be something dramatic lurking below the surface. While it's unlikely that you have completely forgotten everything about the traumatic event, a 2019 study suggests that experiencing abuse can affect the way your brain creates memories. Some children respond to trauma by disassociating or mentally detaching, which could affect how they remember what actually happened. Others simply refuse to think about the trauma and while of the event, but it isn't quite the same as actually forgetting those memories. Either way, trauma usually doesn't completely disappear from memory. People tend to remember traumatic events at least partially, though they may not be fully aware of what happened. Another reason could be that you didn't have something that impacted you much during your school years. The actions you took didn't impact your decisions too much, therefore the memories aren't there. You took it as a routine, you saw it as a daily thing that you'd be always doing. You took it for granted, believing that you'd always be in high school doing this or doing that, or believing at this stage of life didn't matter too much. You probably didn't join any sports or activities, didn't get out of your comfort zone enough, and that's why the small things that happened were not enough. They were not enough to cling on to your mind. It slipped away like a piece of tape after a very long time. There are many reasons for infantile amnesia. The causes involve just normal brain development, trauma or degeneration and others involve suppressing memories in response to severe stress. The main reason is that something painful happened once or periodically in your childhood or youth that you wanted to forget. But our brain is built in such a way that its areas are interconnected. Thus, if you want to forget one situation or a series of them, you unconsciously and inevitably erase a great deal of information that may not be even directly connected with the subject you want to forget. Like suppose you want to forget about the embarrassing event that happened with you in school dance. In order to forget that you start forgetting the dance practices, yet the people you practiced your dance with makes you remember and trigger that embarrassing memory. Hence you start forgetting about the time you spent together. But that doesn't help because the teacher who was in charge of the dance practice makes you trigger up those memories whenever you see him around. Now in order to forget that, you have to space him out of your existence or of his existence in the class or even subconsciously stop spending time with your friends with whom you have practiced your dances with. This usually happens under strong painful emotions of rejection, loss, trauma, betrayal, when to lessen the pain we decide to forget about it. You can erase it by no means, but psychologists usually advise to think carefully as you might lock up half of your memories there. That's like forgetting half of your life and wondering what happened in that period of time and that's really dangerous. Moving on to the last possible reason and the last topic for today's episode. 
Early childhood memories lack emotional significance. It is believed that memories become stronger when they have an emotional component. You might realize this yourself when considering some of your clearest memories. They likely relate to events that held meaning for you or experiences that generated intense feelings such as love, happiness or grief. Young children don't have a fully developed range of emotions. As a result, childhood experiences may not register with the same emotional significance as those you have had during adolescence or adulthood. Since these memories carry less weight, they fade more easily as you age. Plenty of cognitive growth takes place in early childhood. This development includes ability to remember instructions, events for longer stretches of time. Another aspect of this cognitive growth, the production of new neurons. As these neurons are introduced, your brain incorporates them into existing pathways. This is great for developmental progress but not so great for the memories you have already formed. These neurons may potentially block off early memories or disrupt memory pathways in other ways. Neuroplasticity research also makes it clear that brain development doesn't stop once you have hit adulthood, as experts previously believed. Rather, your brain can restructure itself when it sees the need to adapt to various changes you experience throughout life. But in order to do this, however, it needs to trim away older neural connections you no longer need or use. This process known as synaptic pruning helps your brain work more efficiently. It also enables you to make new connections and store new information and memories that are more relevant to your present life and developmental stage. It is like clearing old space to fit the new information and functioning efficiently. So the main question here is, can we remember those memories again that are vaguely visible now? Well, it is possible and here are some ways through which you can do it. The first one is talking about your past, discussing experiences you have had and other important events can often help keep them fresh in your mind. Talking about the things you do remember with loved ones and asking them questions may help add more substance to those tiny glimpses of memory. Keeping track of what you do remember by writing it down using as much detail as you can. You might, for example, keep a journal of your memories and add more details as they come to you. Many of your memories you have from childhood may come at least partially from what others have told you already. Some memories are often passed together from stories of the past, described often enough that you are eventually able to form a picture in your mind. The second one is looking at pictures. Childhood or pre-adulthood photos could also help you recapture early memories. The first time you bunked any class, looking at those pictures and remembering those good old days of going to the shop near your school which had the best fast food. The next one is revisiting the old places that will jog up your memories. Going back to the scene of your childhood could also evoke some of those forgotten memories. As you walk down familiar streets and notice nostalgic smells, fragrance that can be particularly a powerful trigger, you might begin to recall similar moments from your early years. On the other hand, if a lot of things in your childhood neighborhood have changed, you might notice these differences even if you can't remember exactly what things used to look like. You might feel a little disoriented or have a sense of things being in a wrong place. The realization that this is not supposed to look like this could then prompt memories of how things used to look back then and hence keep learning. Once you fill out these dots of absence in your memories, let yourself know that it's different from that time. You're in a better place now. You can ask your friends to fill you in on the memories you don't remember now and I'm sure you'll be able to remember why you had to erase those memories back then. And with this, I think we have reached the end of the episode today. Hope this was helpful and I'll be back with another episode next week. So until then, good day.